we're on a mission to help women get healthy for good. Join me each week for a new episode that'll help you sustain healthy habits and nourish your body so you can flourish in life. When it comes to nutrition, does it feel like you know what to do, you're just not doing it? Or maybe you find yourself stuck in this annoying all or nothing cycle. If it sounds like I'm reading your diary, well, that was my diary for a while too. And it's also the story of the thousands of women I've personally coached. That's why I created Flourish, the nutrition and body image support app made for women. If you recognize that diets don't work, but just not dieting isn't helping you feel your best either, download Flourish today. Your first live session with one of our credentialed nutrition and psychology experts is totally free, no credit card required. From there, you'll continue your journey with personalized accountability and support so that once you graduate from Flourish, you'll never need another nutrition program again. So head to the show notes and download Flourish for iOS or Android today. You're listening to the Nutritional Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Siegel, registered dietitian, founder of Nutritional Freedom, and total stationary nerd who's sharing episodes each week to help you ditch diets and get healthy for good. We'll dive into what really works when it comes to creating sustainable nutrition and health habits, ways to improve your body image, and how all of this helps you live a life that's in alignment with your values. Because that's what really matters, right? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Nutritional Freedom Podcast. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I hope since last week's podcast, you've made it a habit to start observing your thoughts and paying a little bit more attention to your feelings and, you know, just kind of checking in on how those two things ultimately impact your actions. I am doing quite well. I'm I'm feeling good. I'm recording this on Friday, May 8th, and it's a good day, a nice relaxed day. I kind of feel like in all this quarantine madness, I've I've kind of turned this corner that I wouldn't have necessarily expected, and I've been having lots of like big creative, clarifying thoughts. And it's pretty exciting and and very strange. To be honest, I feel like I haven't felt this way in a long time. I mean, I think we all have the experience of just feeling so kind of busy and bogged down by life. And, you know, I was really expecting this, this time period to be you know, kind of crazy. John and I were supposed to get married on May 30th, and that is not happening as we had planned. And so instead of spending, you know, the next couple of weeks doing what I expected to be doing, which is, you know, wrapping up a bunch of work stuff, making sure my team was equipped to, you know, carry things forward for me while John and I got married and went on our honeymoon. Instead, we're we're home in Austin, enjoying time and having you know, a little bit more space, certainly for each other. And and of course, you know, for ourselves as individuals been, I've been reading a lot more books and listening to a lot of podcasts, recording a lot of podcasts, been journaling a lot. And yeah, I certainly too have been thinking my thoughts and feeling my feelings and 
really giving myself the space and time to do that. And it's been cool. It's been very cool. So hopefully, you know, these episodes, as we're kind of digging into what I think of as really cornerstone content, I hope you're taking the the time to to do the same. I hope it's kind of giving you a little bit more of the, you know, strategy for for doing so. And if all else fails, girl, just get yourself a journal, sit down and start writing. See, see what comes of it. Okay. So Last week, we talked about the power of your thoughts and how your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings lead to your actions, and your actions ultimately lead to your results, okay? And I highly, highly recommend that you go back and listen to last week's episode if you haven't already. In fact, if you have not listened to it twice I recommend that you go back and listen. It's it's not a very long episode, but it is such important content, okay? So today we're talking about two very common, very easily overlooked thoughts that could very well be holding you back and keeping you stuck when it comes to your health journey, the way that you approach nutrition, and, you know, how you feel and behave overall, okay? It's two super simple ideas that I really want to encourage you to take a closer look at. And the power of thoughts, I'm I'm reminded of it constantly, but one time and, and one example of a time when I'm really aware of it is when I'm on the phone talking with a woman who's interested in working with us and joining NF. And I do these calls because I, I just know how important it is that, you know, when it comes to deciding on a practitioner to work with, it is so important that it's a mutual fit, right? That our, our personalities align, our ethos align, and it's just, like I said, it's so, so, so important. So I, I love doing those calls. I don't always do them, but um, when I have the time, I, I am really honored to get to speak to you know some of our incoming clients or potentially new clients. Um, but anyway, when I'm on the phone with someone who is you know interested in joining NF, I often see and, and hear someone who is doing, quote unquote, the right things when it comes to their nutrition and their health, but they're doing them for the wrong reasons. And, and what do I mean by that? Well, you know, by right things, I mean exercise and meal prep, you know, these, these health habits that are great for our physical health. And when I say doing them for the wrong reasons, I mean the thoughts and feelings that are motivating those actions are often grounded in self-loathing, often grounded in what Brene Brown calls hustling for self-worth, where instead of understanding and acknowledging that self-worth is this inherent internal thing, it's when you place your self-worth outside of you. Right. So you place your self worth in how well you comply with your meal plan, or you place your self worth in how many miles you run. So you're doing the running and you're doing the vegetable eating and you're doing all the quote unquote right things, but for the wrong reasons. And when you're in that scenario, 
things don't feel good, right? Even if you're able to consistently practice those healthy habits, something will just feel off. It won't feel like a positive experience. It won't feel like self-care, especially because in those moments where you don't comply or when you don't engage in those habits, you'll have kind of misplaced your self-worth, right? And that in and of itself can actually lay the groundwork for a lot of inconsistency, right? I think people kind of experience that either they're able to kind of white knuckle it and, and do the things for a long time for the wrong reasons, or they keep trying and trying and trying and they're never able to gain that consistency because it's not rooted in something positive and it's not rooted in that self-care. So a lot of the work that we do in our programs and with our clients is kind of um, supporting them as they go through the process of unwinding and unlearning those wrong reasons and you know replacing those unproductive thought patterns and that negative self-talk with self-compassion, with kindness, with self-care, self-respect, and, and of course, that, that edge of self-discipline, all right? And it's totally possible to do that from a really positive place, okay? So today, as I was saying earlier, I want to walk you through two thoughts that can really either hold you back, keep you stuck, or both, okay? And chances are you've said or thought these things, I would say within the last 24 to 48 hours, certainly within the last week, okay? So let's start with number one, and that is, I don't know. (laughs) So you've probably heard of conversation starters, but this is a statement that I would call a conversation stopper. (laughs) So what do I mean by that? So Rarely does this thought of, I don't know, ignite curiosity and exploration or creative problem solving. John and I have been working together on something and I'll I'll spare you the details, but he asked me a question and we were so frustrated. We've been going at it for so long and he's, you know, very, I would say he's more detail oriented and, you know, can be a little bit um, perfectionistic. I I don't know if he can hear me right now as I'm saying this, probably so, I'm super loud. Um, And I'm much more, you know, kind of like B plus work, done is better than perfect, like let's go, you know, you gain clarity through action, yada, yada, yada. So it makes for a very interesting dynamic when we are working together on something. And so we're working on this thing, I'm feeling super frustrated. He asked me a question and I was just like, I don't know. And it was not helpful. (laughs) It didn't help us get to an answer or to a a conclusion any faster. And it certainly didn't make, you know, working together any more enjoyable. So like I said, I don't know this thought, this feeling, it doesn't ignite curiosity. It doesn't, you know, spark that creative problem solving, you know, fire or, or any creativity, right? And recall from the last episode that your thoughts ultimately lead to your feelings. So when you're having that thought of, I don't know, what what type of feeling does that bring up? 
I know for me, if I think back to that moment, it was further confusion, overwhelm, and frankly, frustration, right? So not only does that, I don't know, bring up potentially a unnecessary negative emotion, it's also typically kind of selling yourself short because let's let's bring this back to nutrition, right? If, if I were to tell you, you know, when it comes to nutrition, one of the most important things is really listening to your body and, you know, giving it what it needs. So often I hear from people, well, I don't know what it needs. I just don't know. I have no idea what my body is telling me. And, and then, you know, they, they go on thinking that they just don't know, so they might as well not even try. But the truth is, you likely know way more than you're actually giving yourself credit for or giving yourself the space to explore, especially when it comes to healthy eating, okay? I don't know is this thought that so often gets in the way of healthy eating. And I also recognize that this is not totally your fault, you know, that there's a lot of noise in this nutrition space that causes you to think that that you don't know, or it's a, it's a circumstance, you know, Re- again, referring back to last episode, it's a circumstance that quite often brings up this thought of, I don't know. So it's the noise. And frankly, you know, diets rob you of that feeling of self-trust. They say, no, 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 no. You don't know. Your body can't be trusted. Listen to us. Even though what we're, you know, telling you to do is likely unsustainable. And if you learn to check in with your thoughts and your feelings, you'd recognize that you're not even happy following this. But no, 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 Don't do that. Listen to us. <laughs> and listen, I'm not saying that you know everything when it comes to nutrition, right? I, I certainly think that most of us go through life with a less than ideal understanding of how our bodies work and, you know, kind of how food plays into that. But chances are you know some stuff, right? And you can sit and and be intentional and kind of think about your history. And if that's not producing answers, you know what you do know how to do? You do know how to get help, right? And this statement of, I don't know, it is a conversation stopper, right? I don't know does not tell you to go to Google and look up a dietitian or to go to our website and check out our programs. I don't know typically just leads to frustration and it's a dead end from there. So something that you can replace I don't know with, I'm willing to learn or I'd like to learn more. I'd like to figure it out. I'm working on understanding. Those are much, much better thoughts. (laughs) Okay? I don't know. And here's something really fun that's going to happen now. Every time you say, I don't know, similar to what happened when I had my little outburst (laughs) when I was working with John, you're going to hear me. You're going to, my voice is going to pop into your head and you're going to think, is that true? Do I really not know? Is this, is this the, the best thought for me to have right now? Or could I decide to think something differently? So have fun with that. <laughs> I promise it's, it's going to be helpful. So another thought 
that I see really holding people back and frankly, keeping them in a cycle of, you know, wanting to create healthy habits, of wanting to achieve consistency in their nutrition and just, just not is this thought of this won't make a difference. And typically that's, you know, in response to a a planned workout or going to the grocery store to do your meal prep. And so if you want to learn more about the science of, of habit formation, I encourage you to check out Atomic Habits. And the author of Atomic Habits offers this example. And I think it's such an amazing explanation of how little changes do add up to a huge difference. So imagine that you are on a plane, you get on the plane in LA, and you're flying to New York. Now, if you're on that plane and the pilot changes the direction by three and a half degrees, y'all, you need to go back to your like ninth grade geometry. Think about three and a half degrees. Think about like a 90 degree, you know, uh, what do they say? Like a 90 degree triangle looks like. And then just think three and a half degrees. It's not, that's not very big at all. It would be totally imperceptible to, to you if you're on that plane. What's going to happen when you get off the plane, you think you're going to walk out at JFK, but guess what? You're going to be at Dulles. <laughs> you're going to be in Washington, DC instead of New York. That is such an example of how a small change can have a big impact. But if you keep telling yourself, this won't make a difference, then you're really robbing yourself of the experience, okay? Because habit formation is a slow and steady and pretty unsexy process, but it's what the pursuit of health is made up of. And I know how tempting it can be to be scrolling through Instagram and you're seeing the transformation pictures and you're seeing people talk about, you know, the way that their lives have changed in three weeks. You know, of course you desire that for yourself, but this is where you get to bring in that critical thought and think back to your own history and your own experience and what you're learning in this podcast and recall that the less sustainable the change is the less sustainable the change is, <laughs> right? If you have unsustainable habits going in, why do you think the change coming out is going to be sustainable? That's not how it works. So yeah, doing one workout isn't going to have a, a lasting impact on, on the way your body looks and certainly not on your health because that's just not how it works. But if you can start building that competence when it comes to exercise by doing the one session, and then because you have that competence, you've developed more confidence, and then you go back again because you have that confidence that you've gained through taking action, that is how these small steps lead to big change, right? If you, instead of letting yourself believe that this won't make a difference, you recognize Sure, one week of meal prep is not going to check the box on health for me, but it's a step on the path of my value-driven life and I'm upholding this value of health. 
And so this does make a difference. This does matter. That is so incredibly important. Okay. So this won't make a difference. I want you to really question that thought whenever you have it and kind of catch yourself and just ask, ask, is it going to make a difference? In the case of, you know, let's say you're working on building this new meal prep habit. Skipping one week very well could make a big difference, especially if you're in that, you know, all on, all off roller coaster when it comes to how you approach your health and your nutrition, then yeah, that'll make it, that'll make a difference. If it's already a habit, then missing a week won't make a difference. And it requires a lot of self-awareness and, again, that practice of observing your thoughts to know if this thought, this won't make a difference in this scenario, if that's true or if that's a thought I want to keep right now. You know, whereas before I used to really struggle with consistency and nutrition and exercise, and I talked about that on episode two um, when I told you all my diet story, I was totally in that all on, all off cycle you know, where where missing something or, you know, skipping something really did make a difference because it would be the difference between me going all on back to all off. Now, because I have these habits in place, missing a workout or skipping a workout or, you know, getting too busy to meal prep, it, it doesn't have a lasting impact on my health. So this thought of this won't make a difference is actually, it's it's true. But there's so many times where we're thinking this won't make a difference and it's really us giving up on ourselves, okay? And again, it takes the practice of slowing down, observing your thoughts, and then asking yourself, do I choose this thought? Is this thought serving me? And and that's the practice that I really, really would encourage you to focus on, okay? I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Just a quick little morsel to give you some, this is some real good food for thought, I I have to say. If you enjoyed today's episode, if you're enjoying the podcast so far, I would so appreciate it. If you left us a review, if you rated us five stars on iTunes, I have just been absolutely loving reading the reviews. It really warms my heart. So thank you so much if you've taken the time to do so. It just absolutely makes all the difference in the world. So thank you so much. I will see you next week for another new episode. Bye.